I am intrigued by endings. Some clients love them and others avoid them like the plague. Afolari has sent me an email out of the blue stating this will be his last session. I am relieved. I have not enjoyed working with him, but I have been encouraged to continue the work by my supervisor. She says that this may be the only help that he is ever going to receive, that he sounds like a misogynist, that his hatred for women appears to be quite deep-seated, that he is a man who will never consider a woman to be his equal, that as it stands, he feels validated by his behaviour and is encouraged by this looming third party known as his pastor. It was clear, she said, that his father hated women, and so there is a likelihood that he has inherited the trait. There was nothing about Afolarin that convinced me that he liked the opposite sex. We even explored in prayer sessions his platonic relationship with women, but I could never get anywhere with him. He stated quite categorically that he did not entertain relationships with women platonically outside of his marriage. I will ask him again this session. Maybe he will go deeper with his response. I will try to use this theme of platonic relationships as an entry point this session. Afolarin, I ask, I am wondering whether you have considered in reflection how you relate to women in general. Before I complete my sentence, he interrupts me rudely. You have asked me that question before, he snaps crossly. I have never related with women outside of my marriage. There isn't a need. The pastor is my friend. I have never felt the need for platonic relationships with women. He pauses for a moment, as if reconsidering my question. Tell me more about that. I ask him inquiringly. He looks up at me with contempt in his eyes and responds matter-of-factly. I enjoy being in the company of men. A man is the head of the family. A man makes all of the key decisions within the family. And a man is in absolute control of his family too. I linger on the word absolute. But Afolarin, you stated that your wife worked and had a professional job in the city. Surely she has a right to make key decisions with you in the marriage. When did you last attend church? He asks out of the blue. I am thrown by his question. I am wondering how this relates to the work we are doing together. I ask him. We both stare at one another for what appears to be an eternity. Do you enjoy the tenderness of a woman? I ask, not wanting this theme or topic to end. Maybe I will get somewhere today. Are you asking me about sex? He responds. Of course I like sex. Which man does not? He smiles to himself, a sinister smile. I remain silent for a while. I was not referring to sex, I tell him, point blank. At least he is responding, I think to myself. Afolarin, I say, you told me once that your wife accused you of raping her. He paused for a very long time again. 
She would say a number of silly things like that, he said, smiling again. That's a really serious allegation, I respond. Can a man rape his wife, he responds arrogantly. He looks at me full in the face. Are you married, he asks. I wonder how that applies to our session, I respond. He looks at my fingers and smiles smugly to himself. I feel a stirring in my stomach. I hate this dialogue, but it's important. I remember you asking me these questions in a previous session. I do not find them useful, he says. Afolarin, this is your final session, I say, trying hard to mask my relief. When you first accessed therapy, you said the reason was so your wife would submit to you. I still don't fully understand how it's possible to make someone submit to you. In between sessions, you told me your wife had left you. I have asked if she has returned, but you have never responded. Recently, you said that she has asked you for a divorce. Is there anything that you have gained from these sessions? Again, he looks at me for a long moment before responding. I have always felt you favoured my wife, he said. I could see you flinch in your chair when I mentioned the rape, although it wasn't a rape, and the beatings when I tried to make her submit to me. I returned because I wanted someone to listen to me. I needed someone to talk to. I wanted a therapist who would collude with me. You have refused to. I hate how you challenge me. I returned because I could tell you are uncomfortable in my presence. I hate you as much as I hate her. I will find a wife to submit to me. There are many women out there who are looking for a husband. Next time, I will choose better. I sit there in silence, listening to his onslaught. So I had been unable to mask my dislike of this client. Thankfully, today was the last session. He rose to leave, brushing past me heavily as he left the room. He stopped for the briefest of moments as he left and whispered. I wanted to kill her, he said, as he headed towards the door. But my sessions with you prevented me from doing so. If you have helped me in any way, it has been to prevent a murder. I sit there aghast in my chair, not believing my ears and not knowing how to respond. As he leaves, I shut the door firmly behind me.